The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday, and boy, do we have a great show for you today. Before we get started, let me say hi and introduce my cool, outrageous man about town host, Mr. Ron Russell. I'm going to go to 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 the what is the comic the, the Miami. I'm going to go to the Miami to dancing. I'm dancing cucaracha. That's the cacarocha. There's a lot of cucaracha in Miami, so I dance the cacarocha. I, I jump, I stamp, I, I dance all over. I step on a cucaracha. <laughs> anyway, Cacaroja. how do you do? <clears throat> this is me. I'm insane today. I don't know why. Maybe it's because of my one of my birthday gifts. Look at my beautiful orange and green wristwatch. Another 49. We have all the 49s, the colors. That's right. They, need they to be should like be our sponsor. I mean, we should have 49. What, Jimmy, you never thought of that. Have 49 is our sponsor, the 49 wristwatches. We've got all 49 of them. Leslie has them, Deirdre has them, Jimmy has them, I have them. Every time there's a birthday or a Christmas, we run out and throw a watch at each other. It's easy. Here's a watch. Take a well, we watch. We like them, too. Yeah, have an orange one, have a purple one, have a green one. Woo, woo, woo. Anyway. What's up? We also got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. La cucaracha, la cucaracha. La cucaracha. The cacarocha. The cacarocha, <laughs> yeah. I'm in West Palm Beach. Oh, it's so cacarocha in Miami. I think there's very many cacarocha in the West Palm Beach. See? I stay in the West Palm Beach. I live in a coconut tree. <laughs> Lots of cacarocha in the coconut tree. All right. I like your accent today, Ron. Oh, very really nice. good. I feel very spunny today. Did I miss today your birthday? I got, I got some spunny blood in me, I think, somewhere. Is that Spanish blood? No. His birthday was Saturday. Oh, well, happy belated birthday, Ron. Thank you. I turned 50 years old. I'm so thrilled to be 50 again. again. Looking good. Oh, I've been 50. I've been 50 now for a few years. Stay yeah. there, baby. Stay there. there oh, I, I don't intend to. 26 of them. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> hey. I mean, the cursing has got to be because my fans said, Ron, if you don't curse, it's not going to be a fun show anymore. We love it when you sporadically. Spor- as long as it's sporadic. Sporadically use a dirty curse word. Now, let me tell you something. Fuck is not a dirty curse word. We all have discussed this. It means it, the, the, the nuns or the priests, somebody, maybe the nuns no, and the priests. Fornication under consent of the king. Yeah, under the consent of the king. What king? <laughs> I mean, the, anyway, she's a, don't the, say it again. The king, is a, the king is a queen. So we should really make it fornication with the queen. There you go. Listen to him. What's and up? I mean, curses don't exist. It was the Christian Bible, stupid ass, 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 that made it dirty words. Meanwhile, there are dirtier words than that. Uh, I have a problem, a major problem, and I need help. 
desperate help. My lovely Brandy star is a tramp. <laughs> she doesn't leave Shazam alone. She's not in heat anymore. It's, she's over the heat. And like she follows him around, licking his, you know what? Flips on her back, throws open her legs, smiles like, eat me. I mean, what am I going to do with this dog? She is a sex maniac. That's Very all she cute. thinks about. If he goes outside without her, she has a heart attack. She has a nervous breakdown. <laughs> she said, there goes my stud. There goes my guy. I mean, he's a big butch number with a wang that doesn't quit. He's got a gigantic piece of meat. And this little bitch, she says, mm, I ain't letting this guy go. Gotta love it. Anyway, what's up, chat room? No, wait. So now I want to bring it to a dog sexual is just sexologist se sexologist and maybe have her you know checked out mentally <laughs> i'm thinking <laughs> that the people that had her before were into maybe you just have to take her to sex no. addicts anonymous or no, no 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 the people <laughs> that had her before we rescued her i suspect were into bestiality because when i was very very young about eight or nine years old i had a friend that used to have uh -oh. sex with his dog no oh bullshit God, that's terrible he did he did, and he used to tell all the kids to come over to watch. Well, I wanted to punch him in the face, which I probably did, and I left. So there are people who are into having... I know there are, but that's not a good topic of conversation. Why not? It's part of the world. Shut up, Jimmy. You're such a prude. How do I ever marry such a pretty little fairy like you? I'll never know. Such a girl. Oh, bottom bitch sissy. Get your ba pink ballerina slippers out. Right. And do well, I don't little... want to talk about it. dogs, uh, dogs having sex with animals. Why not? It's a conversation that people are interested in. Nobody's, nobody's turning off their computers. I don't know. Right? But I, I think bestiality well, exists, and I think it's a horrible it thing. It is. Of course And it is. I think that this dog, there might have been a young boy at the house where this dog lived before, and the young boy made this dog lick his penis because that's all he wants to do. If you go to the, come out of the shower and you bend over, this dog's ready to jump up and attack your piece. I mean, what's with this mutt? And you know it too, Jimmy. She's always looking, sniffing, always looking to do you. <laughs> I mean, I I have friends that and you tell her no, and she'll yeah, be but used you know, I, I had a friend once, Mitzi the cow, and he would do the same thing. You know, he was gay. He used to run around looking to blow everybody, and this dog is the same way. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Mitzi's a real person, though. Mitzi's a real person. He was a famous ice skater. Why I, do they call him Mitzi the cow? Because he was fat, and his and his Mitzi was part of his name, his last name, and of well, course, how I'm do you not get the cow. Because it was fat. Oh, okay. So he was Mitzi the cow. He could spin on ice better than anybody because of his weight. He spun one time so fast that he made a hole in the ice and the water came up. It was a fountain. And there was Mitzi the cow in the middle of the spraying water. I bet he didn't like that name, Mitzi the cow. Oh, he loved it because it was <laughs> camp. So what's up, chat room? We're starting out with a bang, and we want to say hey to everybody in the chat room. What's up, goddess? Love you, goddess. We've got uh, Lady Lake music in there, Lady Lake Cindy, Lady Lake Jen, Dave from Stars Now UK, uh, Guest Blaine, I'm not sure who that is, Guest 5679, oh, Irish Ginger from the Irish Ginger Show, so what's up, everybody? We got a fun show for you guys today. First, we're going to have the creator and star of the new uh, series, A Hot Mess, Jonathan Salazar coming on, and then later on in the afternoon... During the show, we're going to have uh, Doug Jones. You guys know him from Pan's Labyrinth, Hellboy, uh, Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Enough about them. How about about us? Okay. We are now big time. Oh, big, are we? big, 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 big time. We beat Bill Maher. Who else? Glenn well, Beck. Glenn Beck. Who else? I don't know. Just anybody who's on we, any show on SoundCloud. <clears throat> Nerdist. 
we are now the number one show on SoundCloud. And they said that the last three shows that we did were so fabulous that that's how we got the award of being the first. Now, the last three shows we did were totally outrageous, mostly talking about my disgusting dog banging the other dog. I mean, everybody sort of loved that. And then we go back to kidding around with what's his name. Actually, though, it's going to change every week, just so you know. What's going to change? Right now, we're number one. We're number one on there, but you know, anybody can. If, if anybody else puts a show up that's more popular than ours, yeah, I know. But I'm, I'm not going to look like this in a week either. I'm going to be a week <laughs> older. So change, change is inevitable. Change is inevitable unless you need it for for subway. They don't have subways. Okay, well, that works. Then we want to thank everybody who's been listening to us on SoundCloud because uh, we are, we have the top, actually, we have the top three of the top four shows because somebody replaced one of our shows already last night. But Oh, son of a but, bitch. Uh, who's that? Our show last week. Who's that? Who's that that replaced one. it? I don't know. Somebody. Oh, I've got to have them But if you check removed. all the charts on SoundCloud, everybody, the Jimmy Star Show is the number one entertainment show ahead of like the Nerdist and all the like major ABC, NBC shows that are on there. So thank you very much. So you see vulgarity and insanity and total high camp works because we need to laugh. The world is a rough place today, and here's where you get the laughs at the Jimmy Star Show with me, Ron Russell. Laughs for go. days. So, Chad, how was your Memorial Day weekend? It was good. I was actually uh, here at work, but uh, we played a few gigs this weekend, so it was, it was balanced out. Got a little rest in there, too. I had a good one. What about you? What would you guys do? Well, it was Ron's birthday. We had a cookout on Sunday for his birthday. Right on. The family. And we just hung out all day. It was actually nice because we, we live on the woods outside, and, and we got like a big tent. No, it's not a tent. It's an awning. Awning, a big like <laughs> umbrella. Umbrella, that's it. We a have like huge, a, big, um, a huge umbrella that covers well, the patio area. You never saw an umbrella table, like So it. that way you can like actually eat out there in the sun and everything's not out there. So we grilled and had a cookout and it was really nice. Nice, cool. It's not a round umbrella. It's a rectangular umbrella. Have you ever heard of such a thing? We went all over the world looking for this and umbrella. And we got it in Ikea. I love Ikea, by the way. Why don't we have them for sponsors? I gladly talk about Ikea. Do you ever eat their Swedish meatballs? They're very good, Oh, you guys. they're delicious. Their balls are fabulous. And their spare ribs are excellent also, but their balls are better. Yeah, we, we go there and eat the Swedish. For like five yeah. bucks, you can go there and get like 10 Swedish meatballs and mashed potatoes right. and gravy. And, <laughs> and, and, and Jimmy does those balls in two seconds. They're gone. That's right. I do. So how's everybody in the chat room? We hope all you guys had a great uh, Memorial Day weekend. Oh, were you going to say something? No. Okay. Hope you guys all had a great Memorial Day weekend, especially you, Goddess. Hope you're all doing well. She always writes such nice comments in the chat room. For Goddess us. is the best. Somehow we have to get her ass on this show. I don't know how we're going to do that. We don't have money to fly her anywhere. <laughs> so she's going to have to she like... She Skyped in once. I'm going to edit it soon, actually. No, I I would like, I'd like her to sit on this show with us. So she's going to have to take a train, a plane, or walk, or hitchhike. <laughs> to california from florida you know you could pick up a she says she's doing fabulous by the way but you know you could pick up a trucker just go up to route 10 stand there in one of your outfits and, and one of the trucks i mean 10 truckers will stop in a minute and ask the trucker are you la bound if he says yeah you hop in his truck and he'll drive you all the way to california if he gets fresh jump out take the next truck there you go and, and wait until you get a gay guy trucker and then you'll be okay there they are go. gay guy truckers, you know. Did we talk? Did we talk? Many, about many truckers are gay. Oh, Nobody know. knows that because I know queens that cruise the truck stops. They do. Gay guys. She says she's going to do it with her pasties. No, she don't need pasties. Just take them off and give them the whole full Monty. But I know guys that work. They, they work. They cruise the truck stops. 
And the truckers open those doors real quick, baby. And he tells me I'm a whore. <laughs> Did you ever cruise a truck stop, Jimmy? Never. Never told the truth. Never. Never? No. That's interesting. <laughs> Listen to him, Chad. He's like being difficult. <laughs> no, I'm not. It's something Where I, did you cruise? Never the truck stop. God forbid. What are you kidding? Please. <laughs> Please. They, those greasy guys. That, I don't even know where truck stops actually like are. They're rest areas. Those are truck stops. Oh. Those guys smell. They're greasy. They're dirty. <laughs> they're in the same clothes for days. I like sweating. to cruise the mall. That's where I found you. Cruise the mall. Isn't that interesting? That's where I found you. I was shopping. I having know. a nice time. I and was you cruising. Came up, I cruised the mall. I didn't say you were cruising the mall. No, but you, you came up and you accosted me. He upset me. He came Goddess over to me. Goddess was picked up on I-95 once. Who was? <laughs> Goddess was picked up after a car I'm sure, accident. I'm sure Goddess could get picked up no matter where she is. Yeah, I'm sure so too. She's a sexy, gorgeous girl. Very pretty. Absolutely. You got to love it. And we love Goddess. We sure do. Oh, hey, Rebel's there too. Hey, Rebel, hey, what's Rebel, up? Hey, Rebel. How are you, Rebel? Rebel without a cause. Rebel Medler, everybody. You guys check her out. She hosts on W4CY, and she's awesome. Awesome at that. Awesome. And you can awesome follow her on now. Twitter, too. Follow everybody on Twitter, you guys. Everybody's on there. Goddess, you got to make sure you get back on Twitter. I haven't seen you uh, on there too much lately, and she says she loves Rebel and us, too. Yeah, but and Goddess, we have to get back to what happened with, with the boyfriend. Right in. Are you still with the same guy of 40 years? Of course she is. Or, or did you take off with the new trick? No, the new trick was just a friend. No, I don't think so. She said she really liked him a lot. Uh-oh. What's that music? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> we just had music come in our equipment. I don't know what that is, but maybe if it does it again, don't tell everybody. Chad, did you hear that or no? I did hear that, and I don't know. I don't think that was me. No, it was something on our computer. Some I, it Wi-Fi, sounded like it sounded something. like heaven calling. I hate that. I hate that. Like the heaven calling. It Wi-Fi did. It sounded like when you're ready to die and heaven calls. It goes. Boom. That's what it sounds like. Okay, cool. You mm-hmm. got to love it. What are you going to do? That's it. Heaven calling. I heaven. think Windows 10 might have done it. I hate uh, anybody who's like, gets, keeps. I keep getting all these updates to update to Windows 10, but everybody who updates to a computer gets all messed up. Deirdre's computer got messed up. Ron's computer, it fried his hard drive totally and it right. like fell apart when he upgraded to it. Right. So I don't want to upgrade to Windows 10. I got a new phone number because now we're Californians very soon, and I got a 760 area code. And obviously, somebody who had my number before me owed a lot of money to some people. All I get are these people calling me about owing money. I, I Hello? You know, you got the wrong person, schmuck face. And you should hear what he tells them, too. Don't call my phone. <laughs> I say to them, how dare you call it, call my phone and insinuate that I don't pay my bills, you fuckers. I said, you call one more time. Wait, you hear what you're going to get. And one guy called back. He said to me, I never called you. I said, you're a fucking liar. I said, I got you three times in my phone. It's your phone number. And I'm calling you back three. And I called him back three times. I insulted him, called him every name, and then I blocked him. So he couldn't get back. Nice. Anyway, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, everybody, the talented and wonderful actor, producer, writer, uh, developer of the new series called The Hot Mess, Mr. Jonathan Salazar. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hi. <laughs> How y'all doing today? Good. I love you. Got Captain America in the background. Oh, you saw that? Here's, here's a little love Captain America. <laughs> yeah, I, what can I say? I'm a Marvel nerd. Like, I'm in love with him. I, okay, hold on. Move it a little bit more so your head's not cut off. Go up a little bit high so we can That's see. There you, go. there you go. All right. Before we get started, let me introduce you to my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hi, Ron. 
Am I not gorgeous? I'm, I, I'm digging it. I'm you were just it. sitting there saying to yourself, he is absolutely magnificently gorgeous. He's beyond <laughs> belief. I've never seen anyone 50 years old as magnificently gorgeous as he. 50? Yeah, I don't look 50, right? No. And you know, I just heard you had a birthday recently. So yeah. I want to say happy birthday. Thank you so much. I'm yeah. 50 again. He's 50 so, for the 26th time. Shut the fuck okay. up. When are we going to party together? <laughs> He's in well, New York. Oh, you're in New York? I've been yeah. Happy. Well, let's, well, cre let's create a hot mess together. Well, very, <laughs> you're very cute. Are you single? I, I am not single. Oh, because I have a guy for you. I have a friend that's really nice looking, handsome. He's a, he's a soap opera actor. Oh. Okay. I'm not going to give away his name, and it's not Michael. It can't be, because Michael's not gay. Michael, it's not Michael <laughs> Damien. Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not that dramatic. I'm more like the comedic type, you know? <laughs> okay, you know what? We need some comedy in the world today. Every, these serious, sarcastic queens go nowhere. You know, huh? the bitches. Hello, what are you wearing, darling? Oh, I just got back from Chanel. I tripped over my LV bag while I was looking at my sunglasses. <laughs> you know, those bitches. So, hold yeah. Keep going, Jonathan. Let me introduce you to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, Jonathan, welcome to the show. Hey, Chad Murphy. It's good to have you. You're like God. I can't see you. No, oh, where am I? I believe in you. You should see him. He is a hunk. He is like God, though. Yes, he is a hunk. Oh, he's handsome as they come. He's got a profile on him, magnificent. Oh he's built like a Tarzan. Oh no, he's a hot guy. Whenever I'm in Florida and we shoot out of the studio, he constantly keeps flirting with me, and I say, "I'm married. Stop." <laughs> Why, why are you trying to tempt me, Ron? Why are you trying to tempt me? Right, yeah. right, Chad. Don't I always flirt with Actually, you? Actually, everybody in the chat room is saying how hot Chad is. So we got a chat. Chad is really hot. We have a chat a chat room full of people. Jonathan, <laughs> say hey to everybody in the chat room. Hey, everybody in the chat room. <laughs> oh, all right. So you're calling us. But wait, wait, wait. Chat straight. Yeah, chat straight. But we're working on it. <laughs> chat straight. Wait, wait. I'm confused. Chat straight. <laughs> he's a straight guy, but we're working on him being gay. It's you know. All I'm, it takes is a little tequila. Well, <laughs> I like tequila. <laughs> you know, like all straight people think we chose this lifestyle. So I figured, you know, maybe Chad will decide to choose it too and give up his girlfriend and give up, girlfriend you know. Is who's practically his wife. Right. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't want to be gay. So you get beat up, you get fired, you get thrown out of your job, you get thrown out of your house. You get people that make fun of you, people that throw garbage at you. You get a hot mess. And then people... <laughs> And then people call you people call you nice names like fag, faggot, queen, fudge pack, a bitch. Actually, actually, you know. in the chat room they're saying though you got all the girls in the chat room are saying you got to leave some people for them. No, no, let the girl <laughs> let, let me tell you girls out there something. You think Wang is great? I hear. Listen to this. It's true. I know a lot of women who were straight, married, had children, and then in their later years became les not lesbians, but they married or went out with a lesbian. Uh huh. One in particular, she said to me, I was married for 30-something years, and my husband, you know, I thought I had a great sex life, but my girlfriend makes me go at least eight or nine, ten times. Her husband only let her go maybe twice. Okay. So it's a theory. Women know how to do women because they're women, and they get done so they know exactly where to go. Straight men do the lollipop, lick, 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 and they think that works. It doesn't work. Yeah. It's like women giving head to a man. They don't know how to do it because they think that they have to shove it down their throats and hum. That's not and nice. Hum. And hum. And hum. But you got to go with a gay guy to get a good job done. I mean, if you have a guy that's been around a while and he's like Jimmy, you know, has had half the world and has a lot of experience at it. 
He's my husband, by the way, in case you oh, didn't. It's, oh, it's totally fine. Uh, you should hear the conversations between me and my boyfriend. It gets pretty weird sometimes. Well, I'm sure. I mean, yeah. Yeah, except for when you did it, probably four million people are listening. No, but, but listen, when I, looked at, when I looked at you, I knew you got around. <laughs> we won't talk about it, but you can see it all happen in a hot mess series. I mean, you don't look like Nell from the woods. <laughs> yeah, let, let's hear all about no, no, it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, now that we kid, kidded around with him, I want to get some dirt out of him. No, we're going to get some dirt out of him. Tell, what about your boyfriend? What's he do? Oh, uh, right now, well, him and I are both are, it's crazy. Oh, I'm going to put out so much, so much information. We're both college students right now. Oh, you're, oh. A, you're a little boy. No, I mean, not yet. You're in graduate school, though, aren't you? Huh? You're in well, aren't you or no? No, because I you have an undergraduate degree uh, from from your bio. I thought you like had like a degree in theater or something, and then you went back to school for other things. I'm I'm doing I'm doing tons. So okay. I've got like I'm working on several. Who's he, who's he doing? No, not who's he doing. What's he, he doing? He, oh, <laughs> he's in school. What the hell is ties? Tons. Wait, no, my, tons. My, tons. I thought he said tie. My boyfriend. He has a great. He has a great heart. Great mind. He works. Uh, he goes to school full time, and he works uh, practically full time for like. Some company called DDI. I know they work on uh, adults with autism, so he's kind of like a caretaker in that sense. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. Nice. So I'm the sloppy mess, and he's the one with the good head on his shoulders. <laughs> that's okay. You're the, the creative one. You, always, that, you have to say. You have to say I'm the creative one. And it's always opposites that attract. Two the same. Forget it. It's like if I ever had somebody like me, we'd be beating each other up to get to the mirror. I've learned that. I've learned that. <laughs> So first of all, I want to say we were introduced um, to have you come on the show by one of the producers of um, of a hot mess, um, who's a good friend of ours, and that's Adam Adam Ginsburg and his wife oh, Elsie. I love. We love Adam and Elsie. So Elsie, we want to give a shout out to Adam and Elsie. Yes. Well, Adam says hello. By the way, he just texted me. Oh, <laughs> was that the noise we heard? Was yeah, that, that was the noise you heard. I okay. gotta send my message to my Elsie, who I'm who I adore. Elsie, I'm gonna cry. Woo. Keep winning, baby. Keep winning. There you go. We love Elsie. Elsie's Elsie and Adam. We love them both, but we think they're Elsie's fabulous. special to me. I met her years ago, and in 20 minutes, I fell madly in love with her. She's the warmest, the sweetest, the nicest. I haven't met her yet, but I'm, I'm hoping to no, get no, Elsie? Oh, God. Are you missing out, baby? You're yeah, you definitely out. have to have him introduce you. Adam is fabulous. fabulous, but Adam has a little pole up his ass sometimes. You know, he's a little stiff back. <laughs> But but Elsie is a kisser. A heart. She's Puerto Rican. Give me a friggin' break. Oh, I didn't know that. She's a Puerto Rican from New York. What New York Puerto Rican isn't fabulous? I don't know. <laughs> I grew up with Puerto Ricans. I'm from New York. I see everyone. When I first moved to New York, everyone confused me for being Puerto Rican or Cuban or Dominican. And what and are you? I mean, I'm from Texas, and I'm like a combination of things. So no, when, it, when I'm in Texas, it's easier to say I'm. I'm uh, I'm Mexican American or Hispanic in that sense. Oh, that's so okay. So there it goes. But on my mom's side, they're they're Spanish and German, and my dad's side, it's it's the Mexicans and like the Native American Indian side. So we won't get into that. I'm I'm legit. I'm a lot of things. <laughs> but Elsie is a dreamboat, and presently she's fighting and winning the war against breast cancer. So we are all in her corner. We send our pr not a prayers. I don't send prayers. I send my witchcraft, my energy, my positive stuff. I send that good stuff that really works. <laughs> so now we've got you on here. You go to Pace. First of all, before we start talking about the TV series that you guys got getting ready to go, um, uh, I want to say, so you, you're from Texas. You moved to, you moved to, did you move to New York to go to school or did you move to New York to work in theater or just kind of like do both? Well, going to school was my excuse. 
<laughs> but uh, ultimately, I wanted to act and direct and get into that world and just start my career, start paying my dues in a sense, um, okay. while getting an education. But that was just to make my family feel comfortable. Sorry, family. You're, <laughs> you're very lucky that now you're there, so there's nothing they can do about it. <laughs> and you're very lucky at your age to have a TV show. That's like sort of impossible. Yeah. Tell, uh, did you meet Adam and how did he propose to you? Well, actually, I met Adam through a it was a it was a callback audition for another TV show. Um, I was yeah, I was in there, and he was one of the I guess producers brought on board uh, to help out. And I had met him in the waiting room. Fortunately, like we had some time to kill, and we started talking, and um, we just hit it off. And um, at first, I didn't tell him about my series because I was like I was waiting, I was just waiting, waiting for the right moment. And then uh, my writer actually jumped on board to that other TV series and was going to help them out. And they, him and Adam had met. And, um, well, my writer pitched it to him before I got to him. And then we just got together and it happened. <laughs> so how many producers are on this pro product, uh, production? We have, a, we have a total of four producers. And, uh, we have, well, it's me, uh, Jonathan Salazar, Adam Ginsberg, uh, Afonso Henrique, and John Young. Um, okay. We've all come together, and so far, it's we've been on a fantastic. It's it's been a roller coaster, but a fantastic one, and we're happy. <laughs> I think it's cool. So hold on, I, that I noise you heard was me stepping on my dog. <laughs> oh my! God. I'm sorry. So hang on, everybody. So first of all, okay. So so for everybody listening who doesn't know anything about it, the name of the series is called A Hot Mess, and you're going to be playing Marcus. So first of all, you wrote this series, right? Am I right? Yes. Yes, I'm a co-writer. <laughs> on the series um, and you're playing Marcus who will be the lead person so I'm going to read the little description so people kind of like just get an idea what it is okay basically you guys the show is titled a hot mess a real life story about a young gay man named Marcus that's Jonathan uh, who you see right now who suddenly appears on the doorstep of his three straight ex-roommates after ending a relationship with his fiance? It's the start of a crazy journey with many twists, real-life issues, and tough decisions that Marcus and his roommate must make as he desperately tries to make sense of his life after a tough breakup or risk living in dire depression. It's a series where the audience will be witness to the growing bond between the characters throughout the season. Yay! <laughs> and uh, and it also says I, I like the because it's a it's a gay dramedy which tell people what a dramedy is in case they don't know what that is. Okay, so a dramedy is originally this was going to be a comedy, and um, we we realized that there was it, there was much there was a much darker tone to this, and and the trials and tribulations I came and grew as a person and was able to put off on the series. Uh, the producers and the writers, we all came together like, this is this is really a dramedy. And a dramedy is something with drama, well, both drama and comedy. Um, so kind of like a serial comic in a way, sort of, not really, but mostly you get both drama and comedy, the best of both worlds. That's what life is in reality. Now, listen, I'm an actor, a good actor, and I've worked for years. You know, I've done television, Charlie's Angels. Uh, really? Wife. Yeah, I've been around. And if you need an actor, like a stunningly, magnificently handsome, gorgeous, sexy, older man, older man of 50, <laughs> who's outrageously crazy and funny, think of me. Tell Adam. That's you. I have to tell me about you. Otherwise, we would have jumped on this like a long time ago. Yeah, tell, tell Adam I want to go to work. Fuck him. Tell him to call me. <laughs> well, I'm, yeah, and, and I'm really excited because I feel like the story we've been writing and, uh, and everything that I've created... There's not a story like this out there, and I believe like this touches base on a lot of truth in the gay community, both um, both gay and trans. So I just uh, hope you're not doing the AIDS overload. No, 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 no. This, this is we're doing a, a modern. It's it's, it's going to be a modern take on uh, 
I guess, the LGBTQ community today and how we are and how... Um, Everybody's dying from AIDS. <laughs> this isn't rent. That's good. I'm good, glad. because we've had it. Gay people are done with that shit. Not only no. gay people are dying from AIDS, everybody's dying from AIDS, so we don't want to be singled out as the population of croak people from AIDS. People are still dying from AIDS in Africa. Like it's, it's, Well, it's, that's where it came from, but nobody yeah. wants to believe it. Yeah, well... <laughs> This series, we're gonna uh, we're we're gonna shine light and educate. I like to call it like uh, what is it? Geducation. We're gonna geducate everybody out there. I love it. I think it's yeah. fantastic. Now, now we're how, how do we get to see it? Uh, well, we're working on meeting with different types. Of, we're actually we're looking for more investors and everything for the show. Um, where? Let me see. Let me get to my. <laughs> I mean, we get to see it on uh, a streaming or in a. a it, it'll. We're we're hope we're most likely going to be streaming, and we're tar we're shooting for Amazon, Hulu, things like that. Okay. So that, that's that's what we're we're wanting to aim for for our production. Right. So first of all, though, because like I, I, I don't know everybody who's in the in in the cast. I uh, first of all, you guys, they have a Facebook page. If you go to, uh, I think it's Facebook dot com slash. Uh, is it a hot mess series? I believe so. Yes, a hot mess series. You can go because they keep posting like the cast and everything like that. And they also have a Twitter, which is a hot mess series. And if you go on to their um, Facebook page, you can see some of the people. So I just wanted to see who some of the people was because for a for a, a newbie television show, you do have at least two people that I saw that have really nice resumes. One of them was Vincent DePaul. Yeah. The other one was Eileen Weisinger. You guys yeah. know her. She was actually in Charlie's Angels. Too. Yeah, she was. She was working in the Charlie's Angels. Who was it? Iron Man. She was in the newer version of Charlie's Angels. Drew Barrymore version. Oh no, not uh, that's not my Charlie's um, Angels. Yeah, so they've. So she's got. You know, so you have some some people who've actually got some really big credits. Uh, I think she's playing your mom, right? Is she playing yeah. your mom? She is playing my mom, and <laughs> it's funny because we didn't think about a, a mom-like character until. It was a story based off my real mom. We won't get into it. Anyway, but you get to see where the original hot mess came from. So uh, the, there's nothing like the original. So Absolutely. Well, I, I really, with all my heart and soul, wish this makes a ton of money because Adam needs a lot of money. <laughs> but no, because of what he's going through. Yeah. You know, and, and it would help out a lot. You know, and I really wish and hope and pray that he makes. And Adam tons said of he's going to be playing a role sometime. In, he'll right. at least have a walk-on role, which yeah. kind of like cool. But and you know, kick him off. You know, what, what, just make believe. Tell him to come on. Let him, but edit him out. What? <laughs> no, no, no. He actually has a he has a role in the show, and he, it's going to be funny. I, I can't tell you too much, but it's going to be hysterical. So where 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 will this at, where is this actually going to take place? Is it going to be taking place in? I mean, I know you're shooting, you're in New York, but is it actually going to like? Does it take place in New York? Yeah, well, it'll take place both here, New York, um, in New York, uh, some parts of Brooklyn, most parts in Manhattan, and we're also going to shoot a couple of scenes in Jersey. Okay, Jersey. Yeah, oh, Jersey City. Oh, Jersey. <laughs> How do you, you know? Like, once what? you get into Jersey, you never get out. You know that. Oh, I, I don't know. I haven't heard any of this. New Jersey. New Jersey, you can get into it easily, but try to get out. They don't have signs. It's <laughs> not have signs. They I've just, only been there maybe like once or twice, but nothing crazy. Oh, Jersey's famous for not having signs. Donald Trump <laughs> gets to be president, and that fat guy becomes the vice president, the mayor of New Jersey, senator, whatever he is. He should start to put signs up. <laughs> text you again? Yeah, everyone's just oh, sorry. I don't know how to mute this thing. I, I'm still new with technology. I just switched Adam to like Apple products. Adam probably said, "Tell Ron to shut up." <laughs> no, no. Of <laughs> them, um, you know. Well, we, I'm I'm excited to have. Uh, like you said, you're going through the cast and um, Eileen. 
I met her, and oh my God, uh, her and I, she, she, I'm excited to see what she can do. Uh, I know she was a stunt woman, but as an actress, I've seen some of her work, and I was blown out of the water, so I'm excited to work with her. And Vincent, oh my God, he's another story. Um, we did pictures of him at, at, at uh, cons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, he, he, was at, he went there actually after we shot a promo shoot for the series. Um, we actually walked to Wall Street, and as we were there, people were, like, were pointing and looking and things. And, and I mean, they knew who he was, but they didn't, they didn't know who I was yet. <laughs> it was funny. Um, but, no, he's, he's, a, he's a charming guy, very smart, and I, I'm excited to work with him. And, uh, and who does he play? He is actually playing my, my love interest, uh, Enrique, um, who is based off this, uh, a real guy who I had a thing with for a while before I left Texas. Uh, I didn't know he was a millionaire, but uh, uh, anyway, you oh, can see a lot I, of stuff in the show. I could play the rich old man that keeps you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need a zaddy, you know. When I walk in Manhattan, people recognize me and they stare at me and they point at me. So you know what I do? I pull my pants down. This <laughs> at my face and nobody recognizes me but then again when I get to certain areas of the village they, they look down there and they say hi Ron they all <laughs> recognize me so I have a problem oh, I bet you're popular there and, and also in Fire Island too huh Fire, Fire Island I once tripped on it and I hurt my chin <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> it was the nude beach <laughs> oh my goodness so how, how do you like how long have you lived in New York uh, a good nine, ten months. I moved here in August. Okay, so you haven't been there very so long. So what, what do you think of it? It's my home. Compared to Texas now. Now, I was think? born and raised there. I was born in Brooklyn and He's raised there. He likes it. He's so yeah, I, I love it. This is, this, is, this is my new home. Like, I'm, I'm so happy to be here. There's so much opportunity, and I've learned so much being here. Like, I didn't, I didn't have this chance in Texas. And um, Do you love the rent? Uh, no, oh. that's one thing I do miss. I miss the rent in Texas. I miss the food in Texas, and I miss some people—not everybody, but some people. Two thousand bucks for seven hundred square feet, if you're lucky. Oh my goodness! Well, I mean, I got lucky. I live in Brooklyn, and I live in Bedside too. So, I mean, where I'm with, Brooklyn? In uh, Bedside. Oh, that used to be crap. Now it's coming up. I—I I was born in Red Hook. Red Hook in my day was all mafia, it was all Italian neighborhood, and it was horrible. Uh -huh. I mean. Now, forget about it. Red Hook, you know, chez la femme. You got gorgeous little cafes outside, and everybody's so prim and proper. In my <laughs> day, they used to machine gun each other in the street. But oh. now, it's like beautiful, Red Hook. So, wait, wait. So let's go back to the, to the hot mess. So, okay, so if, uh, if Vincent DePaul plays your, like, love interest or whatever, like, he's, like, in his, he's, like, in his 40s or something, I think I saw on IMDb. Oh, so, so like, you're a tramp So you like DILFs. I am into I'm into older men, yes. <laughs> well, I'm into everybody, sorta. Of. I don't have a preference. A little, which I've learned recently. Um, no, that's why I I've always liked older too. So like it works, and he's a he's a handsome guy. So you picked a good actor to play the role, and he's a good actor. He's got great credits. Uh, that also helped with the whole and like investors and everything. Did you guys do any kind of like Indiegogo campaign or some kind of campaign? Uh, no, 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 no. We're, we're I'm kind of uh, we're straying away for from crowdfunding. Uh, we're looking for more. We're looking for executive producers. We're looking for angel donors, investors, and that sort. Like for us, uh, <laughs> Michelle, I know uh, to be an executive producer, I think it's a minimum would be about 50, 50 k. Okay. Um, and so, which isn't much. Um, so that's what we're looking for. If you want to be, if you want to jump on as an executive producer for a show, be our guest. Uh, I know the LGBTQ community. We have, I mean, altogether, I think we sum up about nine hundred, I think, billion dollars as a as a community. We're like a huge community. Well, 
our show has a tremendous gay uh, viewership following. Mm -hmm. So if you want now to throw it out there to all the gay people, <laughs> if anybody out there, some old rich queen that's like ready to die soon, like she's 80, and <laughs> she has nobody to leave her millions to, right? There's plenty yeah. of you know what? When you become a uh, when you become an executive producer, uh, not only do you get the executive producer credit, but you get the full invitation to parties, the oh, events. You get to meet the cast. Um, you're on location for for uh, for the show uh, when we do our shooting, and obviously once uh, we're shooting to win awards for this show, um, so once we win awards, I mean that's also part of your name as well. So if you're an old queen, seriously, and you have a lot of money and no one to leave it to, and you want to have some fun, get in touch with these people. Give them the 50000 and you can run around with this cute number. You never know. I mean, you got a, you got a lot of money. You know, she, you, could, you could couch her. You never know. I mean, I was on her knees. That's how she got to be famous. So maybe you could get on your knees no, and get famous, too. Why? You don't know, Jimmy. I know you don't know. Well, if I it's like. some old queen that comes and is going to throw a million dollars for his show, I'll get on my knees. I mean, I'll, I'll shake some to make some, if you know what I mean. For, for a million... <laughs> shake some to make some. <laughs> for a million bucks, I'll put a rubber thing in my mouth, a tube. <laughs> I will say, I will say, uh, for the show, there's going to be a lot of... A lot of uh, Sexual scenes, which I'm going to be new to, but I mean, you're going to see a lot of body. So, are we seeing frontal? looking out for that? <laughs> and I mean, not only for producers, we're looking out. We're looking also for like angel donors, so people who want to just throw out a thousand or a ten thousand, whatever, whatever's comes. We'll we'll help. We'll take anything. I never knew you were such a fucking prude. I'm not a prude. You are the prudiest stag I've ever met. I mean, and I married you to. Boot. You're not going to do full frontal. I asked him if he listen. Full frontal is the newest thing in Hollywood. What's his name? <laughs> They're campaigning it all over because we see women all the time naked and the women don't like it. The women actresses say, why do we have to show pussy and tits and the guys just show ass? It's not fun, not fair. So now, what's his name? The one from the... Kevin Bacon. Kevin like Bacon. Ago, Kevin though. Bacon. No, it's a lot of guys. What's his name? It's doing a frontal now in the movies. The one from uh, Batman. Not one of the, What's his name? Ben Affleck. Affleck is doing a movie and he's going to be full frontal. Because they want to make it equal. Also, they want their sales of their films to go up. Yeah, that's more like it. <laughs> but if they have it, but if, console, I mean, I guess they will. Yeah. I don't like. But wait, 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 wait. If they have a three-incher, the film will be a flop. <laughs> no, it's all going to depend on how they're like all. Oh, so huh. if you're an eight or nine or ten, you've got an Academy Award winner. Oh my God! <laughs> uh, yep, straight up. <laughs> straight up. Wait, what do you think? Of, did you see Batman versus uh, Superman? You know what I I. I being a comic book fan, I have not seen that one yet. Okay, it stinks. I don't okay. like. It. I mean, I've heard I've heard mixed reviews. I heard some people. If you're if you're not into the comics, then great, go for it. But if you if you know a lot about it, it's it's gonna terrible. It's gonna shit on you. So. It was a terrible movie. I hated it. I was depressed about it, and I think Hollywood's gone mad. But that's my opinion. But I did like Captain America: Civil War. He didn't like it, but I thought no. Captain America. I, Civil no, I still haven't seen it yet. I still haven't seen it. I'm waiting. I'm literally gonna have like a whole movie day. I'm gonna see. Ca I'm, I'm, I gotta catch up. You have to see. Um, yeah. it, it was good. I really enjoyed it a the, lot. The, so. the Superman, when when Chris did it, it was fabulous. It didn't have all the killing and shooting and blowing up, but yet it had a story. It was a love story. I'm talking about when Chris, what's his name? Christopher Reeves. Christopher Reeves did it, mm -hmm. and he was magnificent as Superman and beautiful. Mm -hmm. and he was gorgeous. Probably Superman. I loved all of those. And nowadays, Superman's. It's no story, just explosions, you know. No, killing, but this is good though. Up. Captain America: Civil War. You'll like it if you're a Captain America fan, and it also it introduces like a new Spider-Man, the Black Panther. I heard. I'm excited. 
that was ex- it was very very exciting and so meanwhile so, is chain- your character in a hot mess does he like comic books uh you know what i haven't i haven't discussed that but you know what i don't see why not i mean it's me because so. cool, i think it's a cool thing <clears throat> um I, besides that one show that i don't even like that's a top show what's that show uh uh, what's that show with the girl with the blonde hair and the goofy Sink guys? They old. like the comic books. Oh, the Big Bang Theory. Besides Big Bang Theory, there's really no 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 kind of series or anything that like shows nerdy as being like kind of fun and cool. Like, so it'd be kind of cool to have a nerdy, fun character who likes comic books and comic conventions and horror movies and all that stuff because we don't get to see that. And you, you know what? That that actually might happen, dude. Because uh, the, the cast we're bringing on is so diverse. And I and like me and my character, I'm very I'm very quirky. I'm dorky, so I in a sense I'm I'm gonna be that's gonna be me. So I will definitely show that on screen. Good, I like that. Wonder Woman doesn't look like Wonder Woman. They changed. No, her. I was disappointed. I I mean I'm not gonna get too much into it, but yes, I liked. Uh, Same with Batman. They are black, dark. They Superman, dark, dark. They all look like shit. They don't <laughs> like superheroes anymore that I grew up with in my comic books. So I'm done with them. I go with Jimmy. You know what I do? I go to sleep. And he falls asleep because I couldn't them. care. I'd be happy if I got offered to do like a comic role or I'd be a superhero. I don't know who, who I'd be, but I'd love to partake. If you could be a superhero, who would you want to be? That's a cool uh, That's a tough question. Flash Gordon in a minute. Yeah, he likes Flash Gordon. I love do you Flash want, Gordon. You want, do you know who Gordon is? Love him. No, do you, he's very young. He might not know Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon, he was the, it was an old 80s. Uh, that's a remake of like the 30s. It was in the thir- 20s or 30s. Or 30s, 1936. And then the, the Flash Gordon in the wasn't 80s. He, wasn't he played by, uh, was he, uh, he wasn't a football player, was he? Was he? Tom, Sam, Sam, Sam Jones, Jones played him and he was in Ted. Like they, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. That's Sam, how you kind of Sam Jones I, I mean, <laughs> gorgeous. Sam Jones was gorgeous when he was young and he was in a magazine doing full frontal. And let me tell you something. When they shot Flash Gordon, they shot two films, you know. One was a porn and one was a straight for the theater. And uh, Flesh Sam, Gordon. Yeah, one, of them was was called, Flesh one was Gordon. called Flesh Gordon. <laughs> and no, and Sam Jones did the same. It was the same movie, the same script, the same dialogue, everything. And Sam Jones, believe me, graced the screen with his nude body and his banana. Oh, so my God. Like a mule. And I guess that's what made him famous. But he didn't stay famous for long. He stayed famous in the gay community for a while. And then he got a resurgence in Ted, because Ted is, I love right. Ted. I think the Ted movies yeah. are like awesome. Did you go to Comic-Con in New York then? I haven't. I did. I, okay. So being, <laughs> I'm a full-time student, full-time worker, and I was, not only was I working on this film company and the series and writing this, I was also doing a theater startup as well, and I, uh, I co-founded a pr- uh, production company in that, uh, two here in the city, and I just got done with uh, the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> company right I, I wrote it down nine to five productions a theater company that caters to artists who have to work nine to five jobs yes which is really cool and very considerate and 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 i'm sure people like enjoyed it and you just did your first show yeah we did we did uh, the 25th annual putnam county spelling bee and not like in like in this series i wore many hats in that uh that production i was the choreographer i was the assistant director and i even acted in it it was and produced it it was it was a lot but it was a lot of fun so we should be hearing from you for throughout the years because you sound like a kid that's going places. <laughs> I hope so. I'm trying. <laughs> You're multi-talented uh, and you, you do wear many hats. And that's good because it makes you totally show business. <laughs> I'm I, trying. I swept stage floors in my youth. <laughs> it's true. And you know what? It was the best thing I ever did was to sweep the floor of the stage because the stage and I became friends. Did you ever have that moment when, when you just kind of, 
took a sec when you were done sweeping, <laughs> just stopped and looked into the audience and just said, I want to do this. This, this is, this is my life. Did it for 40 years in drag as Jane. <laughs> I was a Jane Russell impersonator and I worked all the straight nightclubs of the day. Really? And I was quite famous then as that. Now I'm this. I reinvent myself every couple of centuries. <laughs> uh, yeah, I work clubs, wonderful clubs. And I remember the thrill of having the control of the audience. I could make them laugh when I wanted to, uh -huh. make them be still when I wanted to. And then I sang also four songs in the show. So it was wonderful for me. Uh, then I did movies, and I don't like doing film. Film is boring because you're sitting around all day long doing nothing but playing cards and gabbing. And <laughs> nothing like live. Uh, I would go, I, I don't, you know what it is now? I'm, I'm old. I'm, I'm 76 years old and I can't remember lines anymore. So it's tough. that's why, otherwise I would work in theater again, but I, I don't remember lines. Oh my goodness. You don't, you don't even, oh my, I can't even, sorry. I'm, nope. I'm sorry. Guess isn't like in his fifties. Yeah. You're extremely talented. And I, I mean, oh. after the show, I don't know if you guys want to go and get brunch or something since we're both, we're all in the city, I'm assuming, right? Not in the city. No, we're in Pennsylvania. We're in Pennsylvania. I don't mind meeting. I don't mind going out there. <laughs> we're we're in asshole Pennsylvania. We come there a lot though, so we will hook up. Because also, uh, Ron's, right. Ron's daughter's big into theater, so maybe like she, my daughter know. Leslie, a Deirdre, she's an actress. She's made a few film, couple, a lot of few films, and she's also uh, New York bound. And she's getting ready to move to New York. She wants to move. Yeah, to New from York. L.A. She did a, her L.A. thing, yeah. and uh, I don't know what she, she intends to do, but she's got a whole game plan. Uh, in New but York she, City. But she needs to meet pe like cool theater people like you, so like it would be like a lot of fun. But I played the greatest clubs in New York City, upstairs, downstairs. I mean, I played good I wasn't a gay bar, drag queen. I didn't have holes in my fishnet stockings. He actually sang. He likes saying in his own yeah. voice. Yeah, like, I sang in my own voice. Stuff. That's uh, amazing. So uh, I know you're looking at me now, and everybody looks at me and they say, "Yeah, Jane, 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 my ass, Jane Russell, <laughs> like a freaking truck driver," and he sounds like no, one. he looks just like her. But actually, I bet he doesn't know who Jane Russell is. Do you know who Jane Russell is? Because you're very young. No, he doesn't. Know. Uh, do you ever see Gentlemen for Blondes with Marilyn Monroe? No. Oh, He's I'm gonna young. smack you, bitch. When I <laughs> Better not meet me in New York. Get your ass kicked. Oh my goodness! Are you shitting me? You never saw. That's like the thing. We need to be friends, and y'all guys need to rub off on me. It's like you know the Christians go to church to pray to God, while the queens go to gay bars to pray Jane and Marilyn. I mean, they're like the icons of fairies. Come on, everybody wants to but be. But he's Marilyn. young because he's like just out of high school practically. I don't so. care. I, I, know high school. I know who Jean Harlow is, and she was way before my time. No, but he doesn't know Jean Harlow. You know who Jane Har Jean Harlow was? No way, he doesn't know who Jean Harlow is. May West. May West uh, sounds familiar. Yes, I know. To teach you, you're going to have to go to anyway, one of my seminars. Jane Russell <laughs> is an icon, legend of Hollywood from the Marilyn Monroe days. Marilyn Monroe, uh, Jane Russell. Jane and, Russell was and the most. Was also a friend of his and best friend. We hung out. And he also impersonated her, and he looked just like her. He was featured in coffee table books for, you know, and all kinds of stuff dressed as her. And oh, so, yes. it would be kind of like the Angelina Jolie of today. Got it. Got it. Oh my goodness. Jane Russell was famous for her boobs. She. <laughs> movie in 1940 where she showed cleavage and it was a Howard Hughes film and that cleavage skyrocketed her where she became the most famous woman of boobs now I interviewed her on my show when I had one in LA and I said what was what size bra did you wear in 1940 she said a 36b I said for a 36b they made such an, a big deal that the most famous pair of tits in the world I mean it's got to be 
can't be true. But it was hope out there for women today, right? Hopefully. <laughs> 36B today, they, they, they run to the doctor and throw bags in. You know, they don't want to be 36B. They want to be 36 double, triple D. <laughs> like who are your who are some of the people like as an actor uh if you could work with any nowadays famous person like who would you want like what female and what male and i don't mean like because you would like want to like bang them or anything who was just people that you think are really cool that'd be fun to like like work with or if you were gonna have co-stars and they were gonna you said you could pick anybody you wanted for new characters since you're already cast in a hot mess for new characters <laughs> So not to offend anybody in a hot mess, who what what male and female would you love to come in as co-stars for your TV series that are not the people you already have? Jesus Christ! I mean, I don't uh, people <laughs> like, like a dream to work with. Um, oh my gosh, it's always been a dream to work with. Uh, right. John, okay, this is crazy, but I love I love Johnny Depp. Yep, he's oh, I'm I'm his, one of his. Oh my God, he's, he's a really cool guy. Fan. I want yeah, I'd love to meet him. I'd love to work with him. He's he's goals, and also. Um, I mean, Julie Roberts too. I mean, that's kind of like, I mean, she's yeah. a phenomenal actress, and like, I've been in love with her since uh, Pretty Woman. I, I remember seeing Pretty Woman at a very, very young age, and just like being in love with her because of her big hair and her beautiful lips. Did you see her in Where, Satisfaction? Did you see the movie Satisfaction ever with Julia Roberts? It was like her first film, I think. I don't I, 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 honestly. It, I maybe a fan. I haven't seen it. You'll like that one. We had the girl who co-starred with her in it on like two weeks ago, and it was a really good show, and it's a great movie, so just check it out, because it takes place in New York, and it's about a band and stuff. You'll like it. It's got Julia Roberts, Julia Roberts and Liam Neeson. Oh, shoot. Okay. I got to watch it. Yeah, you got to see it. What were you going to say? I forgot. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's been so long since I spoke. No, it has. <laughs> no, when he was saying the, person's in, the person that he most would want to work with, I was waiting for him to use my name. That's oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, actually, if you want to come on for a couple of, uh, you know what? I'll talk to everyone, get you in on season one, and maybe drag you on for season two. I'm outrageous. You have no idea. I, <laughs> I did a movie just like a year and a half ago. Uh, don't tell about that. I'm not going to talk. tell okay. the title. <laughs> it, was it, it was the worst. I did it as a favor to a friend. Um, I, you know, I get a script. I read my script. I learn my lines. I go to rehearsal. I ask, where are my marks? And the guy said, there are no marks. I said, oh, really? I said, Where's, where are the cameras? He said, well, it's one camera. It looked like a, a, a eight millimeter that you used 30 years ago. He oh. said, I'm going to follow you with the camera. I said, oh, where are the lights? And there was a bulb. <laughs> and I thought, no, I'm not lying to you. I said to Jimmy, Jimmy, I can't do this movie. Jimmy said, you have to do it. You committed. I played an important part. I played a He's nasty like one of the main characters. As a third lead. I played the nasty cop from Brooklyn who went to Pittsburgh because he couldn't get beat people up in Brooklyn, but he could push people around in Pittsburgh because they were farmers. Uh -huh. And he's a rude, nasty, loud-mouthed, horrible person. Well, nobody in the film was professional. Everybody, they, he found them in the street. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, so, my goodness. God is supposed to be mad at me. <laughs> now, I'm supposed to get crazy angry with this guy. He's uh -huh. feed me the anger so I could come back with my peace, okay? Uh -huh. Well, his anger was, well, if you can... Well, don't do that. Well, I don't know. I said, what the fuck is this guy talking about? I said, doesn't he have script? He said, oh. I said, who wrote this piece of shit? <laughs> now they wanted to kick me off production, which I was thrilled. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so anyway, it was lunchtime. 
or dinner time, and I went into a 7-Eleven dressed as a cop, and Jimmy's behind me, and we got a bunch of food. And when I went outside, I said, Jimmy, this is ridiculous. $6 for all of this? It seems stupid. They thought I was a real cop. They gave him everything for free. And they gave me everything for free. Oh, so, my goodness. <laughs> so I said, what's the best restaurant in town? Let's go to dinner. You know? <laughs> But anyway, it was a piece of shit. So oh. the only thing out of this movie that's decent, I have to tell you, is my performance. I kind of liked it. It was good. I played my part well. So I'm going to clip it out and use it on my reel, but not say yeah. the movie, not the name yeah. of the film. Yeah. You know, send it, send it to us at, um, well, I'll, I'll talk to you via Facebook after this. Um, <laughs> I'll give you the link to our email so you can send it to us so we can have you on file. I love uh, it. But I'd love to work with you. You sound like a, shoot, a hoot. <laughs> No, he's, a hood. I, he's a lot of fun. But when I work, I'm very serious and very professional. It's when I'm in between cameras that I, I have fun. If, if I see the set is tough. Like when we did uh, Charlie's Angels, Jacqueline Smith played an undercover cop and I was a pimp. You won't even know the old Charlie's Angels. Well, Jacqueline Smith was one of the most <laughs> I might not know, but my mom definitely knows. She's a big fan. <laughs> well, anyway, we, we shot it in a terrible theater in, in Hollywood down down in Silver Lake and it was horrible the theater smelled of urine men were in there whacking off it was that it was that's what it really was it was a porno theater they were bawling each other in the back it was really not for the movie crew, for this if everybody for Jacqueline Smith to see anyway I sort of got funny and wacky and relaxed everybody on the set because I saw a lot of tension. Uh -huh. I was that kind of trash, you know, because I'm gay. You know, gay people know all that shit. But straight, straight <laughs> oh, people don't know it. All right, let's go back. So anyway, he is really good. He's a good actor. He's a, he's a great actor. He is a lot of fun. He, he can keep everything going, and he's really good. And he's got, you know, a couple million followers to help promote. Right. <laughs> So you gotta love it. So I'm mad at you. <laughs> we, here's what we want to do. We want to first of all, everybody should needs to follow a hot mess series on Twitter um, and like their Facebook page. Which if you just plug in a hot mess, it comes up because I'm not exactly sure what it is. It might be a hot mess series. I just forgot. Um, how about you? Are you personally? Are you on Twitter personally or no? Uh, I think I am, but I haven't used my old Twitter account since like my first semester oh, of like oh, college no. or something. So oh, it's been a while. Bad. Go back to it. Bad. 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 On Instagram, get on. Hey, get what on. are you on Instagram? Uh, I believe I'm J Salazar nine four. So that's J S A L A Z A R nine four. Listen, go back to Twitter. Twitter is the answer today. Okay, I, I'll def I'm definitely gonna get back on Twitter. Pat, Jimmy has over a million tweet Twitters, twatters, whatever they are. Okay. Over a Twitter, Twitter is the place to be at. And really you know what kind of connections you get with Twitter? You can get that fifty grand in a second. Oh. On Twitter, serious. Oh I'm yeah, well, I'm definitely definitely gonna re replan my marketing strategy. Anyone, <laughs> anyone, you can contact listen. Me. I'll give you some ideas for that. When you, people, people say to me, Ron, what, what? How do I get in show business, Ron? How do I do it? You know what I tell them? Twitter. 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 Get your ass out there. Everything's let, on there. Let Every everybody know who you are. Let everyone know who you are and what you do. If you throw enough shit against the wall, some of it's gonna stick. Every every casting agent, every actor, every agent, every manager, Everybody. every financial person, every movie studio, everybody is oh, on Twitter. Oh, I can't believe I now see I thought you were I was gonna I give you a hundred. I was gonna give him a hundred. Now you get an eighty because he's not on Twitter. <laughs> I'll get Twitter to I'll get Twitter right now. I'm, I'm getting it right now. 
Yeah. All right, so here it is, everybody. So you want to follow a hot mess series? When Jonathan's on Twitter, we'll let you guys know. I'll tweet it out that he's on there. Um, Twitter is at a, a hot mess series. Um, we want everybody to to go to it. So uh, if you're interested in investing in it, you can contact them on Facebook. It's a hot mess series. Eventually, I'm sure they'll get a website for it. And um, they've got a great cast. They've got a great concept. It hasn't been done, and it's not being done. And uh, we want everybody to support it in the gay and straight community. Everybody should support it because either way, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's going to be a hot mess. It's going to be a hot mess. And, and it's about time. It's about time something comes down the pike that has this kind of subject matter because I'm kind of bored with television. And the only thing we get gay is that ridiculous show with Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. <laughs> With those two old bags that are so ungorgeous or sexy, I couldn't care less if they were lovers or what. They look like they should be in a nursing home. They should have got hot guys to be. No the way! Husband. I love that. No, well, you because you're a nut. <laughs> I mean, He's got but Martin Sheen, is gorgeous. Yeah, who the hell gives a shit about Martin Sheen? I mean, you know, Martin Sheen is not. First of all, he doesn't look like a gay man. Gay men don't That's look true. like Martin he Sheen. Look like him. <laughs> I mean, gay men. I've actually been following that show. At- I, I find it as funny, but <laughs> no, I like yeah, it. Yeah, but too. you know what? It's a straight, it's a straight person's take uh, on a gay take on yes. a gay thing. And you know what? This is this is done by well, obviously this is done by both. This is done by a gay writer, and uh, I'm also having help with straight writers. So it's it's coincides. We're literally trying to do the whole gay straight alliance here. The so. gay show that should never have gone off the air was happily divorced. That Fran Drescher did. I, happily divorced. I haven't, I haven't seen Happily Divorced. The thing to gay as gay could be. Fran is fabulous. Fran is a, a great supporter of, of gay people. Jimmy, when is she coming on? She's supposed to come know. on soon. Sometime. Have you heard from her? No. She hasn't re- called you back? No. How come? No, I'll work it out. <laughs> yeah, um, I believe I, we do. Oh, sorry. That is. Oh, I'm getting text messages now again. <laughs> That's good. That's okay. Sorry. Oh, it's going to be. Ah. I think I got the website. It's uh, permanentpicturesllc.com. Okay. That's per- for you guys. That's, That's for us. And, but under us, you'll see all the hot mess uh, information. Perfect, everybody. Got that. And then you can also follow them on Twitter and on Facebook. I think that's terrific. Where do they send the 50000 That's what I want to know. <laughs> well, we have all of our accounts coming up and everything. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll let you know as soon as possible. But if you want to get in contact with us, Get in contact with uh, me and my producers directly, and we'll definitely set up meetings, and we'll get things on the on the roll. And, and Adam Ginsberg is on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Have- you can get me on Facebook, Adam on Facebook, um, AJ on Facebook. You can get all of us. You'll find us. Well, you guys, see- all you got to do is go to a Hot Mess series uh, on the on on Facebook, the the actual page, and it has the contact information. Yeah, for well, you and I, Jay. Let's face. Oh, let's not Jay. What's his name? Jonathan. Jonathan. John. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ, I'm forgetting names now. I'm ready for a home. Jay's my boyfriend. Jay, Jay, Oh, okay. Hey, Jay, what's up? Let's let's friend each other, and I could send stuff your way. Yes, yes, yes. I'll definitely do that right now, or as soon as this is done. Um, Everybody follow a Hot Mess series on Twitter. Uh, add them on Facebook. And uh, we wish you luck with the whole thing. We yes. will definitely be in touch. I have some ideas for you. And, and we want to say Make hi to Elsie. Make a lot of money. Elsie and Adam. We want to say hi to Elsie and your boyfriend, Absolutely. Jay. Thanks so much, yes. Jonathan. Thanks so much. Hi, Mom. Sorry. Bye. This is, this, this is to Elsie for me and Jimmy. Bye. This is Elsie. Nice kid. Nice kid. Very sweet boy. He's going to go places. The kid's got energy. He's got brains. He's a go-getter. He's aggressive. He's aggressive. He's got every ingredient to a successful person. And Adam Ginsberg's involved, and he only gets involved in really great stuff. Yeah, Adam's a smart man. Absolutely. Adam's quiet. 
clever. Adam, you know, checks all the corners. He's nobody's fool. All right, everybody. So we're going to take a quick music break. I got a brand new single. Um, the name of the group is called Automatic Eden, and the name of the song is Madland. It's kind of like electronic rock. It's a really, really great song. It's uh, available now. It just came out uh, on iTunes and all the digital download sites. Chad, you got that one ready? Let's do it. All right, everybody. Here's Madland by Automatic Eden. Eden, the name of the song is Madland. It's out now on the Spectrum Music Group. It's on all the digital download sites, like worldwide, all over the place. There you go. It has such a beat, I have a cramp in my calf. I do, from tapping, tapping my foot. foot in time, this friggin' music was good. That's what you call, you know, shit-kicking music. Good, Absolutely. good, 
good, you know, good beat. Good song. We also want to give a shout out to guest Chinzia who joined us in the chat room. What's up, Chinzia? My Chinzia, I guess you're back in Illinois. You were at Garden City for a while. I missed you. But we'll have to get together one of these centuries, I hope. Absolutely. And you guys, just uh, we have our our next guest is coming on in a few minutes. But uh, but I want to do uh, I want to play one more song that people haven't heard yet. But also want everybody to know that you can hear us on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, which were the number one show on SoundCloud. Everybody, um, which I don't know how many people are on SoundCloud, but there's got to be I don't know twenty million people or something. Just the fact that we beat Bill Maher out <laughs> freaks me out because Bill Maher's show, you know, he curses I guess as much as I do. And Bill Maher, Bill Maher's kind of like me, I think, in Glenn a lot Beck. of ways. Yeah, we're outspoken. We don't care. We throw it out there. We let you digest it. If you puke, fine. If you don't puke, you enjoy it. Great. Come back. Also, so that's our attitude. Audio Boom, Podomatic, Apple TV, Stitcher, and on television, we're on Roku, YouTube, and Video, Vimeo. And uh, we want to thank everybody who watched the Joya Bruno interview last week. It got... I don't know. I think it got 12,000 views or something. Yeah, I got a lot of views. And we are working on getting Wendy Moten, Joya Bruno, and possibly Lainey Kazan together to do an album of songs of the 50s and the 60s. Already in my Facebook, I've got a bunch of people saying, oh, tell Joya to do this song, do that song. They're giving me titles of songs. So also then, Chad. Yes, sir. Hey, Chad, so like, I want to skip down. Is it possible that we can do the Russian Money song? You can do whatever you want. Okay, that's so, not the old one. I want so, uh, money. I want no, money. No, no, no. I the name love of the band one. is Russian Money. So you guys, this oh. is a this is a new band. This song's not out yet, but the video is out. The name of the song is called Somebody Died, and I love these guys. The record's coming out later this year, and um, I just think they're like really, really cool, and they're building a big, big following on social media right now. The name of the song is Somebody Died, and this is Russian Money. Here it goes. Somebody die 
somebody died today I don't even know his name But somebody died today And now the people got a reason to pray Somebody died today I don't even know his name But somebody died today And now the band's got a reason to play Everybody, so that is is Russian Money, and if you want to follow them on Twitter, it's at Russian Money with the number one after it. Really, really great band. They got an album coming out later this year, and that's their first single, and I freaking like love it. Chad, what'd you think? Different, right? I liked it. It was groovy. It was jazzy, and you can move a little bit to it. Kind of reminded me of uh, that dude's voice from Putting on the Ritz. Yep, absolutely. Yep, very good. I like that. Was it what's his name? Um, I thought it was interesting, different, relaxing. Uh, I wouldn't want to play it at a party that was wild because it could bring people down into a mellow frame of mind. But if you want to be mellow, right, it's a great uh, piece of music to be mellow with. I enjoyed it. I mean, I, and I like his whispery, foggy kind of voice. It's like mine, you know, rough. I liked it. Me too. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. All right, so um, in a couple of minutes, we're going to call uh, Doug Jones. Um, I was. It's funny since we're an entertainment show and everything. Like, so I was looking at Rolling Stone online. And they had a thing, and, it's, and, and the tar- title of the article was, what are the – hold on, I wrote it down. What are the ten worst movies of last year from Rolling Stone magazine? Oh, I could name mine now, for one. Now, <laughs> I was, I was kind of shocked at this because one of the movies that was on there is the number one movie of all time, Box Office Gross. Um, what is it's it? It's almost. But hey, I'm going to give you the, the, all the ones. And you guys tell me what you think about this list, okay? First of all, they said that the remake of Vacation, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, you, you like that one too. Not, Not as much as the original one. It was okay. But we laughed a lot. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I mean, like, look, I've seen worse. Uh, there was a lot, a lot of worse movies than Vacation Jesus, last year, I mean, you guys. That, I'm that, not saying that, it was that, like a great Batman movie. Batman was Chad, worse. Did you see? did you see Vacation, Chad? I did. I liked it. Okay, I thought it was funny too. So, like, I don't. No way would I pick it as one of the ten worst no, movies I of would, last year. No, I would not. Then they picked Paul Blart Mall Cop Two. Well, I didn't see that because I didn't see the first one, and I, I, I'm okay with that pick. It probably was one of the worst movies of the year. Then they picked Fifty Shades of Grey, which I actually like. Enjoy. Stunk, terrible. Forget about <laughs> it. All bullshit. A hype of a hyped up film. Sexy, filthy, dirty. Oh my God! Fifty Ways of Having Sex. Where? I mean, I, I, but it wasn't that bad of a movie. No. It stunk. Okay, so that was number it was, three. It was a joke. Number four was Entourage, which we didn't see it, so I don't no, know. No, but, but I, it was don't, based I don't on like the TV, the TV series either. Um, then Fantastic Four is was one good, of good. That was which, a dog. Which I I didn't like. You didn't even see that one. This one. Yeah, we did. Fantastic Four. No, we didn't. You didn't see it. I saw it, but you didn't see it. Well, why didn't you? What was I dead? No, we didn't go to the movie theaters. I watched it here at home. So what makes you think I couldn't watch it? 
because I watched it on my iPad. <laughs> and I watched it on my television. It's on, it was on TV now, just in the last week it came on. Oh, well, they're all the same. Well, make believe I saw it. They're all alike. One is the same as the other. But then the other one, though, that they said was Avengers Age of Ultron, which I don't agree because I thought that movie was awesome. And it is the number one movie in the history of movies. It grossed more money than any other movie in history. I thought it stunk. Um, so I like that one. Then they picked Star Wars The Force Awakens. That was another piece of shit. I didn't think it was great, but it was definitely not the worst movie. Chad, did you see Junk. Star Wars? I have not seen that yet. Ugh, don't, don't, wait till it comes on television. It is. Save your money. Coming out. Yeah, but it was it was okay. It wasn't the best. You know, ever. any remake or part two stinks. Now they're doing Jaws again. Give me a break. How can you ever reproduce George? A uh, Jaws. George. George. <laughs> then Spectre. That was the James, the last James Bond movie. Which, dog. It wasn't any good. I didn't dog, like it either. Yeah. Dog. Dog. But it wasn't the worst movie of the year. Think no, about but it was. It was seen. Well, I've seen it a lot worse. Yeah, a lot worse. So, like, I wouldn't put it in. Well, the 10 because worst they they the didn't year. pay enough money. You know, payola. And then 13 Hours, which I didn't see it. I don't even no. know what that one is. And then the other one was Pixels, which we thought looked stupid. That's one about the like, yeah. the no, no, video no, no, games no. come to life. Yeah, Lady yeah, 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 in yeah. That yeah. One. She really? Yeah. Oh, right. Laney, really? Laney shot that. In, yes, I remember when she shot that in Canada. So we didn't see that. All right. She talked about it. Then but she hey, never, we're going to see wait, that Wait, then one, Laney never talked about it again. Yeah, we're going to see and that And I forgot one, to ask her what happened with Pixel because she was ready to go do Big Fat Greek Wedding 2, which was another dog. Uh, Rebel says Pixels was okay, and Dave from Stars Now UK says that James Bond was like too dark because Sam Dem Dem Mendez was the director. Um, but I don't, and I don't think that I, I don't put it this way. I think some of these movies are not any good, but they're nowhere near like the ten worst like movies that I that came out. I guess they're doing only big budget ones because because if you go on Netflix and watch all the movies that came out, there's about sixty of them that like s really sucked ass, you know, and like you would never want to. What kind of expression is that? <laughs> That's that's vulgar. Even as much as I curse, I don't use that kind of shit. Oh, and well. that's really gross. <laughs> Listen to him, Chad. Goes to show you, where, to you. To show where your mind is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've never really. It was just terrible. Anyway, I don't think that they're all the worst movies in the world. That's all I'm, I'm saying. No. We saw, we saw, we just went and saw Captain America: Civil War. I liked it. Ron didn't like it. Junk. And, then, and we saw Neighbors Two, and Neighbors Two was worse than every movie on this list. That should have been on the list. It was so bad, and that Zach. What's they think name? suck ass is funny. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. <laughs> that's, that's only because you like Jimmy. <laughs> well, if you said it, they would think it was funny, too. No, I would never say that. You wouldn't? No, it's vulgar. Okay, it's vulgar. That's funny. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Let's try and call our guest, Chad. Roger that. Call the guest. Guest, 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 guest. Should we do, play music while we're doing it or just go ahead and call them? Yeah, call them. Okay. Enough music. Neighbors 2. Cindy, Neighbors 2 was like the... The Zac Efron, it's like the sequel to The First Neighbors, and it has Zac Efron and Seth Rogen. And I, and they thought they were funny. And it the, wasn't funny. The writers thought it was funny. Zac made a jerk of himself. All he did was take his shirt off, he show his though. body. I mean, you know, they did every trick in the book to get that thing to fly, and it never took off. It was but just it really, a dog. It really wasn't fun. It was though. a dog. It really wasn't fun. It was a dog. In other words, I wouldn't recommend it. Let's put it that way. Oh, shoot. That didn't go through. Yeah, it says he's offline. Uh-oh, that's not good. Um, okay, so we'll wait a minute, and I'll, I'm going to try and email him quick. Um, let's do one more. While, while I'm working on that, let's do one more uh, one more song, you guys. Let's do uh, Nathan King's Heaven Tonight. And, uh, you guys, this is a great, great country song. We're going country. I think you're going to like this one, Chad. And it uh, just came out, and it's also the number four on the SoundCloud 
charts uh, for the whole world of country music. It's ahead of Blake Shelton, ahead of everybody. So check it out, everybody. Here's Heaven Tonight by Nathan King. Sipping moonshine out of the mason at the party Looking my way with them pretty blue eyes Got an innocent smile but she's a devil in disguise Works the dance floor when she knows that you're watching In the tight jeans that make your heart stop and see a tattoo On the small of her back, why don't you come over here And we can head on out tonight I don't know you, so let's start picking up the slack Take a dirt road to see the look in her eyes that light up the night, making everything alright. She gets the boots off with the radio blasting, leans back, saying she wants to go fast. Turn the lights down underneath the moonlight. I can show you a night that you ain't gonna forget. You're driving me insane, can't get you off my brain, and I know it's wrong, but it feels so right. Come on, girl, 'cause I wanna see heaven tonight. Making love underneath the stars. Song's heaven tonight, Chad. What do you think of that? That was rocking, rocking hard. I almost... And you know what? In the very beginning, it sounded like you, Chad. Did it? Yeah, the very beginning. I, I, I swore it could have been your voice. And of course, his voice got higher as it went on. And he started yelling. But when he was singing in the beginning, it sounded like you. All right. I love it. So, Chad. Um, Not that I've ever heard you Keep sing. looking to see if he comes <laughs> online because he's, he's tweeting that he's coming on, but he tweeted that he's on at 4.30, which I'm not sure exactly why. So. Oh. So, so that uh, means I have to sing for a half hour. At least 10 minutes. 10 minutes I have to sing? Yeah. No, he's Go ahead. Gonna, I, mean, I just sent him a, a I message. could sing dirty songs that I learned when I was a kid. That sounds fun. 
one that you know. Sing she sing was coming round the mountain doing 90 when the pedal from her bicycle broke. She landed in the grass with that pedal up her ass and her left tit punctured by a spoke. That's what I used to sing when I was seven and eight. Nice. I was a cultured kid. Spent a lot of time in the principal's office, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But it was nice because I used to visit my cousin Bertha, who was in there all the time. So Bertha, and my sweet darling cousin, who I love so much, who I lost a couple of months ago, I would see her in the in the principal's office all the time. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Okay, uh, that, well. that got me. That memory just got me. It flipped me out. Anyway, so yeah, huh? Should I speak as I normally speak and not as I do on the radio show? And this is how I normally speak, folks. I really don't have that Brooklyn accent. I kind of pull it up. Oh, it kind of depends. Well, now I'm speaking as I always speak. This is my normal speaking voice. I'm intelligent, well-educated, but you'd never know it if you listen to me on this show. I sound like a moron ignoramus from Brooklyn. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. But Check that's what an, that's what an actor does. An actor acts. He plays the part that he's given. Okay. Like the part I play with you, a happy married person. Happily huh. married. No, Listen, I play that well. Terry? I play that well. Not when you actually do they liked your song. What song? Whatever one you just. Oh, sang. my little song. Oh, oh. Coming around the mountain. Yeah, I have a dirtier one, but I won't dare do yeah, it. Yeah, you should do the dirtier one. People. The filthy like it. one. Yeah, they'll like that better. Oh, this was another one I learned when I was about six. Oh, this is gross. I can't even think to do this on the air, but I will. <laughs> oh, she burped and she farted and she shit on the floor. And the wind from her ass knocked the knob off the door. And the moon shone bright on the nipple of a tit. She carved her name in a bucket of shit. Have you got a heart on? Not yet. Who are you going to give it to? Janet. Sung by the Hoa House Quartet, Bafungul. Now tell me I didn't come from a classy neighborhood. <laughs> Very classy. They all like that one, though. <laughs> Fungul. You know, the sad part is when my children were young, I taught it to them. <laughs> so Leslie and Deirdre love it. We always kid around about it now as adults. We laugh. You see, as long as you love your children... And you teach your children Actually, right they from... They all like it. Wait, and you teach your children right from wrong. You're allowed a little dirty crap in your life. Kids like it. Uh, a pristine parent who is prim and proper doesn't go far with children. You have to be a child. And children sing these songs in the street. That's where you learn them. So as a parent, you have to do it as well. I was always a child with my children. And I've got daughters that adore me, and I adore them. And they're still in my life, I mean, too much. Gia wrote, she hopes that you didn't like learn those from your fabulous Italian relatives. <laughs> well, actually, I learned them from my cousin Chinzia. <laughs> no, not so, Chinzia. I don't want you to faint. No, I learned them from the kids in the neighborhood. You know, kids love that kind of stuff. It, it, to them, it's dirty and wild and funny and, ooh, 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 let's go sing it, you know, in, this, in, this, in the cellars of a building. Uh, kids, please, I turned out very well. I really did. I'm a decent human being. I'm respected very well. Uh, believe it or not, very moral. I know you think I'm a dirty, disgusting human being, but I'm really not. I'm extremely moral, and that's the truth. You can ask Jimmy. 
prudish in some ways and old-fashioned in others. But I learned the right values from my mother and father and my grandmother, who taught me right from wrong and to be nice and to like people and care. My father taught me something interesting. He said, never bend down to any man unless it's to pick him up. That's nice. And I believe in that. And, and my mother taught me th nice things too, like, get over here, I'm going to break your head in two minutes. If you don't clean your room, I'm kicking you out. Okay, okay hang on one sec. Okay, hang on. Chad. Hi, Captain. Doug is there. I don't see anything. We have Doug Jones. Hello, Doug. I don't see him, though. How come I don't see him? I don't know. Well, oh. I, I can I can see you guys if you can hear me. I can see you. Yep. I can hear you, but I want to see you. Hold on. I want to see you without the stitches in your mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> and the sawdust. Hang on, Chad. Uh, why would I not be able to see him, Chad? That's a coin toss. I have no idea. Uh, well, uh, I'll tell I'll tell you what I I got a I got a, I missed a call from the group and then I called in myself to just W4CY myself. So I'm not sure if I if I'm in the group session or not. I mean I got I must be if you're hearing me. I can hear him. Chad. How about can we let him hang up and you just call him back and let me try it one more time. Let me try just to see if I can see him. Sure. All right, hang up, Doug. We're gonna call you right back. Chad, are we still there? Yeah, I just called him back. We got him back online. I don't see him. I don't know what happened. Okay, nothing I can get about that at the moment then. Maybe he's not hitting the ITV on top of his... I, no. I did. I, 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 hit, uh, I, I answered with video, and then I also uh, clicked a second thing that said, uh, Jimmy Starr would like to see video on this. So I clicked that as well. So I'm, I can okay. see myself. Here's what we're going to do. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. Chad. Hi, Captain. <clears throat> how about play 30 seconds of a song, let him stay on, I'm going to hang up and call back. Okay. All right. Hey, you guys, we're going to take an uh, emergency break. Let me see if I can get in because we really want to see Doug. So I'm going to hang up. Chad's yeah, I saw him in Hocus we'll Pocus. I want to see what he looks like for real. <laughs> I loved you, by the way, in Hocus Pocus. I love that movie. All right. Here I we watch go. Thank you. All right. I'm calling. I'll call you right back, everybody. Here you go. Darling, darling, please don't go. There's a fire in my heart, but my bones are cold and I could be better, honey, I know Stop it out. It worked, it worked, it worked. Right, let's, oh, good. let's start it over again for Roku TV, all right, all right, okay? Perfect. Everybody, so. Wait, make believe. I know, I'm going to start him. Let's all go. Right, here we go. Let's go. All right, everybody, we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show the fantastic, wonderful, fabulous Doug Jones. Hello, and welcome Yay! to the Jimmy Star Show. Yay! Yay Doug. Before we well, get thank you so much for having me. Before we get started, let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, how are you? And I was happy to see you don't have the stitches in your mouth. Uh, well, I had those removed, let's see, 23 years ago, yes. <laughs> you know how sad I felt for your character. You were the cat that was locked oh. in, or the boy locked in the cat. No, no, you weren't. You were the guy, the, the grave guy with the... The zombie grave guy the loses his guy. head. Yes. And, and I was Billy Butcherson, and uh, Thackeray Binks was the cat, who's now uh, Sean Murray, who plays uh, on, um, oh gosh, he's been on NCIS for many years now. Wait a minute. When At the very end, when everybody became normal again, and, and your stitches left, and the sawdust blew out of your mouth, who were you then? I don't remember. Well, I was still I was still the zombie Billy Butcherson. I just cut my mouth open. I just cut the stitches open and finally coughed out everything and, 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 and laid into Bette Midler because she deserved it. <laughs> right. And then you went into the grave, right? 
And then I went back uh, into my grave once I helped the kids, you know, complete their mission. By the way, for those who don't know, we're talking about the movie Hocus Pocus. Hocus. <laughs> I have to tell you, that's like you. his favorite movie, and I had never I seen it. it. I saw it this year at Halloween for the first time, I but that's like his favorite spell movie. On you. I, I mean, Hang on. Also, we got to introduce him. So we got the man behind the boards, Chad Murphy. Hey, Doug. Welcome to the show, sir. Oh, hey, Chad Murphy. Thanks for having me. Good to have you. Chat room full of people, so say hey to everybody in the chat room. Yo, hey, everybody in the chat room. I saw that earlier that there's a whole bunch of people typing and things are scrolling. And I can't. The kids today and their technology. I'm, I am. Right? But you do Twitter because that's how we've met I, you. On I do. That's how we connected. Yeah. I, and I'm doing the Instagram and the Facebook and the I'm on the LinkedIn. I'm on the Tumblr. I'm trying to I'm doing, trying. I, well, the one I don't get is the Snapchat. I don't understand the Snapchat. I don't get the Snapchat either because like I joined it and like I got all these messages on my phone. People sending me stuff and I don't understand it either. And I even did like the YouTube tutorial for morons and I still don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, okay. I'm with you, baby. I don't know. We're about the same age group. We're in like the same sure, age. Sure, sure. So uh, there's just something wrong. But Twitter's the one. Which would you guys, if you want to follow Doug Jones on Twitter, it's at actor Doug Jones on Twitter, and his website is DougJonesExperience.com. And dude, I want to say congratulations because you have like such an have had and are still having such an epic career. I can't even like you know believe it. Like he loves Hocus Pocus. Well, wait, I want to go back to Hocus Pocus. Oh, okay, go back to Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Doug, Doug, I am a major fan of this. In fact, last Halloween, I got in drag and I sang. I cast. I put a spell on you. I did the whole thing. <laughs> now, listen, I heard, I know Bette Midler, okay? I was at a house where Bette Midler was changing her daughter's diaper when it, she was a baby. That's how many years ago I met uh -huh. Bette. So disappointed. I expected Bette Midler, the campy broad, and there was this mother wiping a kid's ass, you know? So it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't glamour. Rumor has it. Rumor has it they're going to do a remake of Hocus Pocus. What's, what's oh, that about? Uh, that would be mostly rumor. Uh, yes, uh, there, there has been a sequel talked about among the Disney Studio people, um, but it's not, the, it's, it's not the same. But you've seen fan art and, and posters and things on, online for Hocus Pocus 2. They're taking over New York City. The witch is back. Uh, that's all fan-made. Uh, great fans with great imaginations and great Photoshop skills. But, uh, but that's not the official thing yet. Um, the official thing has not happened. Uh, and, but I, I, was, I was pitched an idea about being a part of it. So it looks like, like if they do do a real sequel, if, if the studio makes one, that Billy Butcherson, my zombie character, would return. And that's my hope, too. It wouldn't be the same without you. You were well, such a part. No, you were an important, your character was a very important part of that movie. I okay, mean, hold on, though. Then if we're going to talk about rumors, because I was on IMDb looking at all your stuff, which I've seen almost everything. And, like, dude, you have, like, 20 things that are getting ready to come out or, like, get worked on. <laughs> you're, like, I've never seen – I mean, we have a lot of people who've done – who are, like, really busy, but I think you're probably, like, the busiest. But one of the things that there's a rumor of is that Abe Sapien's coming back for, like, a new Hellboy. Uh, no. Um, well, yeah, that's another one that's been rumored. Um that's been on my IMDb page for maybe a couple of years now. How has it um, been? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Hell, Hell, Hellboy three is not. Uh, don't hold your breath for that one. Okay. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah. No, because I was about to suffocate. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Well, Hellboy one and two made made enough money, but not so much that it demanded a, 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 another sequel. 
And I think the budget that that is expected or wanted for a part three would be bigger than the first two. And um, so is there a studio out there willing to cough up $120 million or whatever they're asking, whatever they need? And uh, that's the so getting a guarantee on your return. That's all that's all marketing uh, uh, smart guy money talk that I don't understand. But Ron Perlman, Selma Blair and I want to return in our characters and Guillermo del Toro would love to direct the third one. But it's uh, we don't have one hundred twenty million dollars. So Absolutely. that's the hard. Well, I'll okay. send you a check. Yeah, that, that'd be very sweet. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so then going on, because like going back to Guillermo del Toro, which I can't even pronounce his name. So like you've worked with him a bunch. And I have. I and I guess probably like I, I don't know if it's like what if you consider it your most iconic role or not because I'm such a superhero fan. But Pan's Labyrinth, uh, where you play Pan, and everybody in the chat room was typing about, oh my God, he's the guy from Pan. He played Pan and everything like, and it did get six Academy Award nominations. Right. And right. um, and you are like like big king shit in this film, and <laughs> it's super like fabulous. So tell us a little bit about I don't know something something cool about Pan's Labyrinth that maybe people don't know or like how iconic it was because I mean you were already making great movies before that and since then you've made like phenomenal great movies so like your career is fantastic but this definitely had to be like a, a jump a jump. Oh, oh, absolutely, it was. It was a page turner and a and a and a, a definer of my career. The pants labyrinth that changed everything. Um, you know, I've uh, my it, that's a part because of my association with director Guillermo del Toro. Uh, Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> he um, yeah, no, we uh, we actually met on Mimic in 1997. Then he came back for me five years later for the first Hellboy movie. Then came Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, then Hellboy two. Then Crimson Peak. And in the meantime, I'm also a recurring guest on his. Uh, uh, on his TV show, The Strain, on FX Channel. Which, oh, here's a plug, here's a plug. Uh, season three of The Strain will be on FX Channel Sunday nights this coming summer. And, um, of course, I'm, I'm returning for three episodes as the leader of the ancients. Okay, uh, so anyway. But most recently, Crimson Peak, uh, I was two of his ghost ladies in that. Uh, and, and we have another movie we're starting this July. We're going to be filming up in Toronto. Shh. But anyway, uh, I'm not supposed to say anything about it. So, uh, but I'm very excited about that. It's an original piece. It's not a sequel. It's nothing if you've heard of, no title you've heard of before. Uh, it's all something brand new that he wrote. But, but going back to Pan's Labyrinth, yes, that was when he offered that to me and told me that no one can play the fawn but you. You know, uh, he sent an email to me with all of this very, very, very like you know a finger in my face. You have to play this part. Read the script and get back to me. Ah. And then he said, and while you're at it, have a look at the Pale Man character. I'm like, oh. So uh, I thought, yeah, you cheap ass. You want two characters for the price of one. I get it. I get it. Right. By the same token, though, he, uh, he had a very specific reason in mind why he wanted one actor to play both of those parts. Uh, the Fawn character, of course, being integral and being the title character, Pan the Fawn, uh, I was very integral to the story and, and helping a little Ophelia you know, learn her lessons and and uh, uh, informing her of who she was, where she came from, what she needs to do to, to, do to get back there, um, you know, come back and join us, the underworld is failing without you, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so all that information had to come from the fawn in Spanish. I don't speak Spanish, so I had to, whoo, had to buckle down and learn that one. Uh, so when, when you're delivering reams and reams of dialogue in a language you don't speak, in addition to a five-hour makeup application every day, uh, that was the hardest thing I have ever, ever done, ever. I so uh, you do I, that a lot. I though. hope you were paid well because that's like triple work. It really is. <laughs> I mean, I I would flip out. This, I mean, it's very difficult to act in English when you want to get something across, let alone in a language you're not quite sure what you're saying. But you right. do that a lot. You've done that several I, times. 
I did it a second time uh, in French for the movie Gainsbourg, Vie Héroïque, which is Gainsbourg, A Heroic Life, uh, based on this, the life of singer-songwriter Serge Gainsbourg. Uh, yeah, so, and, and French dialogue is even harder. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, so then you've got, because like, you have so many, like, cool, iconic, like, things. Okay, I'm a big Hellboy, uh, uh, obviously, and I'm a, I was a big fan of Rise of the Silver Surfer. Um, I, I like the old Fantastic Four. I know the new one came out last year, and we just did a thing about the ten worst movies of last year, and that got picked as one of the ten worst ones. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, I, don't, uh. I don't think that because I watch every superhero movie, and I don't think it really lived. I mean, it was fun, but it, it was not like the the ones that you were in. I think that the casting and everything oh. was fantastic, and Silver Surfer is like so iconic. But then, <clears throat> so one of my favorite roles of all your, and it's not a huge role. But I was a big fan of Legion, and you're the ice cream man. You're like the creepiest mother mofo you've ever seen right. in the world in that movie. Like, like how was doing that movie? Because I, I know that's not like as big as a lot of the other movies that you've done, but like you're, you're like the pivotal, like, iconic like person in that film. Yeah, but sometimes the movie doesn't have to be big. The actor can do just two minutes and be fabulous. I know, and he was fabulous. And pull the movie, and pull the movie up from being a dog. I wasn't a dog. It was awesome. I no, loved I know. it. The movie, no, the movie was good, but the character was weird. Yeah, it was awesome. And really scary. Like, how did you well, like Oh, I love I love being in Legion. Legion was was actually a wide release, of course, with Paul Bettany and and uh, Kevin Durant and Tyrese Gibson was in it, and oh gosh, De Dennis Wade and uh, 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 yeah, just they had a great cast. But um, but I was in well, I was in the movie for about ninety seconds. It was a, it was a, what we would call a cameo, but it was sort of like the first raindrop in a storm of ah um, oh, yeah. when I showed up. at the Look, and we're fans of yours, and we remember that. So that I nine, uh, wait for that ninety seconds. I guess registered with millions of people. Uh, Understand well, yourself with ninety. I'll take it. Thank, thank you. It's very kind. I've seen well, movies for three hours, and they did nothing for me. And your <laughs> and your ninety seconds was fabulous. So no, you're very kind, done, my friend. No, I like and my only my other big thing is because I'm a superhero fan. I'm a big fan of the Arrow. John Berriman, we had John Berriman on our show. Who we he plays love. the Dark Archer, and it's actually our number one ever show. We have eight million downloads of of our show with John Berriman on it. Wow. Who's, uh, who's as crazy as and I? He's am. like super like crazy and everything. And so you 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 got to play your Death Bolt in an, in an episode of both of those. And like like, do you like the superhero thing? Because you you oh, I, I do, and I think that the you know the, the whole world of sci-fi, horror, comic books, uh, uh, fantasy that that whole world seems to like me, which I'm very grateful for. Um, I uh, yeah no when I when I was offered to play Deathbolt on Arrow I was introduced on Arrow and then crossed over did an episode of The Flash and I think they killed me off if I'm not mistaken <laughs> but um, anyway uh, 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 it, uh, it was it was very exciting to be a villain I play, I've been heroes you know as the Silver Surfer I was a, a kind of a villain turned hero uh, and then in of course in the Hellboy movies as Abe Sapien the Blue Fish guy I'm uh, a part of the hero team. And uh, but but uh, to I'm getting into an age bracket where villains are becoming more juicy and lovely. To, and I you know when you're a villain you get to chew the scenery. You get to like be a little bit outside the box, a little bigger than normal. And and uh, that's kind of how I live anyway. So <laughs> so uh, the, the villain of Deathbolt uh, it kind of came to me naturally. Yeah. I love it. I, I think it's too that uh, cool because I want to talk a little bit about you have a cool movie called My Name Is Jerry and that that. Uh, mm. Uh, that was actually written for you, and and you you're actually like not in costume. And I, I noticed on your IMDb too, you have a lot more stuff coming out. You know, obviously you're well known because you're the guy who like 
you must be able to like make your body do like a lot of really weird you know positions and stuff because of all the stuff you have to do but you're always like the 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 creature that everybody like knows who's like like bigger than life and everything but now you're also getting a lot of roles where you're just you and i think it's really cool and how is that different for you and then tell us a little bit about my name is jerry oh uh, no i <clears throat> uh yeah no the uh now more than ever i'm being offered roles with my own face as as a human and um and I, but i think i think we you know once you're known and as a once you're you're pigeonholed and i don't think pigeonholing is a bad thing it, it means you you're pigeonholable right so i mean that's a that's actually a good thing if someone's hiring you for something take it do it <laughs> i say so uh so be getting pigeonholed as a guy who wears lots of latex foam rubber and does and plays monsters that that, that was fine so what that's what that's enabled me to do is be uh, is have a name out there that other directors and writers uh, want to then let's see if we can put him in a role as a human wouldn't that be different that's how legion happened for me playing the ice cream man it was kind of a crossover where i came i appeared as a human and then kind of morphed into something hideous in the in front of your face uh, but but then but then other things like you know my name is jerry is a is a sweet um uh is a sweet indie story about a it's a coming of middle age story um, that was written just for me because I, I I am a middle aged white guy who's been through a oh, midlife crisis so I <laughs> I understood Jerry better than I wanted to um, but uh, so but it, it's a it was available on Netflix I think if you go to YouTube you can watch My Name Is Jerry in its entirety for free if you log in I think you have to log in first um, and it's of course it's on the Amazon as well but. Um, uh, yeah, it, it's a it's it just a, a lovely, sweet, independent film that um, that tells a good story about about what it's like to to grow into your middle age. It's also got twenty somethings in it that Jerry, my character, connects with. So it's discovering the twenty somethings discovering themselves for the first time, a forty something discovering himself for the next time, and and it also talks it addresses father daughter relationship that I have with my estranged daughter, uh, divorced divorced parents, kids, and how what happens to them in the mix. It's all kind of addressed and. And 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 uh, it's a it's what I would call a dramedy. So it's got its drama, but it's also got a very lighthearted comedic take on it. And so read, um, it got really good reviews everywhere, and you won an a best yeah, actor award. So I I, I I did. I went on the festival circuit. The festival circuit was very good to us. A lot of awards, including from from a little self, but. Um, I also had the had the pleasure of working with Raquel Welsh. I know. Oh, uh, recently, I did a we did a Hallmark Channel movie. I know, right. Oh, you do? You know about, we, uh, well, she, uh, <laughs> she's uh, unbelievable. Actually, Ron used to have a TV show in California called Set the Record Straight. Yeah. It was on yes. Top Warner, yeah. and he would interview all the legends of Hollywood, and, like, he interviewed, like, um, uh, everybody. Jane Russell, Tab Hunter, all the older, Lauren like, Bacall, Lauren Bacall. Chris, everybody. But anyway, Raquel and I were together at a party years ago, and all we talked about was facelifts, cap teeth. <laughs> I mean, the two Facelifts and teeth? Cap, cap, teeth. cap, we were cap, oh, capped teeth. We were getting facelifts. Botox had just come out. Raquel and I did nothing for the whole evening but talk about our faces. She went, I went, she went, and at the very end, I said, "Do you think we're like self-centered or conceited?" And she said, "Absolutely not. We're actors." <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was just on not too long. I love ago, her. Right? I love Raquel. 
Yeah, I do too. I, uh, the movie, yes, it was called The Ultimate Legacy. Uh, it was on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. It'll be coming out on DVD uh, and uh, soon as a box set. With it's a part. It's the last of a trilogy. The ultimate, the ultimate gift, the ultimate life, and the ultimate legacy is the one that we're in. Um, so that'll be a box set that'll be available at Target, Walmart, all those kind of things soon. Uh, and I think you can also, if you go to Amazon Prime or Amazon something, you can you can probably stream The Ultimate Legacy now if you want to see uh, Raquel looking. A fabulous at 75 years old. Yep, we're the awesome. same age. Yeah, he she, just turned 76 six. on Saturday. Raquel and I talked about that. <laughs> about that? And you we, look great. Well, so does she. We don't believe yes. we don't believe in aging, and she feels as I do. We don't think age. We think young always, and we firmly believe that it slows the aging process down. If you think young, she's exquisitely gorgeous in person with a magnificent smile and yes. got a little bit of a bitchy sharpness to her cuteness, which I love. There's a side yes. of a, a little, yeah, you've discovered that, right? Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Are you kidding? You can't be around her and not discover that. <laughs> you know, but, but it's charming and I love it because it's kind of like Beverly Hills bitch. And, and, and I enjoy that. You know, she's kind of snobby in a little bitchy way, but she has every right to be. I mean, look at her at 75 years old. She's got a body of death, a face that could launch God knows what ships. She's so beautiful. And women hate her, and they're envious of her, and they say dreadful yeah. things about her. I loved it. I, I, I can't. We're going to see it when it comes out. I'm going to see it. I didn't see it when I saw you tweeted it out, and I tweet and I retweeted it from Raquel's uh, thing, you know, to try to like jump up people watching it. But we have oh, not. Great. Thank so you. Thank you. Yeah. Anytime you need to retweet things out to lots of people, just add me at the end. And I retweet it. I retweet it. Yeah, and if you, you want to push a movie, you know, come back on. We'll push for you. So hold on, though. Okay, so then you've also okay. So you've done commercials. You've done all these big movies. Um, uh, one, I have two, two, two questions di differently related. But one of them is because you do a lot of indie stuff and you do a lot of like hundred million dollar like movie stuff. Both. Um, mm -hmm. and you don't see a lot of actors doing that. Um. You know, where like once they start making like the fifty to hundred million dollar movies, they dump the little like two million dollar, million dollar movies. But you don't do that, which I, I commend you on. I think that's like really no, cool. No, he's an actor. It's very Actors act. But it also helps. It helps you know yeah. young filmmakers to, you know, and, and people who don't have big budgets to be able to bring great talent to their films. Also, maybe gives you an opportunity to do things that you wouldn't normally get to do because maybe a big film wouldn't let you do that. I'm um, like my name is Jerry, you know, where maybe like somebody with a hundred million dollar film is going to cast, I don't know, you know, Ben Affleck or somebody else yeah. to do it and not give you the opportunity. So it gives you a chance to do both. But um, I, I don't even have a question about it. I, it's more of like a commendation, like saying, you know, thank you. I think that really helps. You know, we're an independent show. We're a big independent show, um, and and people like you help make our show grow. And it's but the I, fact I, that you give back to the community and you're giving back, even though you're benefiting, you're also doing a lot to help others. And I based think that's on really cool. this subject matter right now, I'm going to tell a story. I'm going to go back many years when I did a film with Vincent Price. Okay. You know the film oh. I'm talking about. And we were running down Hollywood Boulevard because the daylight was coming up and we were all vampires and we were about to burst into flames or whatever. <laughs> and <laughs> Vincent Price had a sense of humor. <laughs> That you can't imagine. That sophisticated, elegant man was, was the head vampire. And he's running down the street and silent, because there's no sound, of course. He's saying, move your asses. <laughs> move your asses. to all the vampires. <laughs> and you, you know, you think, anyway, I have balls. I guess I was an interviewer then before I knew it. And I said to Vincent, I said, um, this film really is not paying much, like maybe $100 a day. He said, it's a job, and it's acting, and that's what I do. 
He said, I'm an actor. He said, I don't care what the film costs. He said, it's a job and I enjoy it. And I respected him so for that because Vincent Price really never made the money that other stars made. He was a great actor, believe me, in the 30s and 40s. He was one in Laura. He was fabulous. But here we were, 1962, three, four, running down Hollywood Boulevard in a movie called um, or something, Lunch at Mummies or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Breakfast at we have We're running out we of time. Minutes, yeah, we have to, I'm sorry, I'm not going to hog it up with that. Anyway, the moral of the story is a real actor like you works because he's an actor, not necessarily because the film is a lot of money. I know Paul Newman and, and, and also Robert Redford. If the part's good, they'll take it and they'll work for scale. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, honestly, that, that's, that's the, the magic. If it's the right script, the right character, the right director, and other actors I get to play with, uh, then the money, the money is not the biggest issue if it fits in my schedule, right? So that's exactly what I want to do. That's so, how I, I know a real actor. When I hear an actor say, I act, that's what I do. Awesome. Yeah. We've got two minutes. I got to go quick. All right, you guys. Also, I just think it's really cool because I was going to say movies, commercials, and everything. But you've got music videos. You've been in a Madonna music video, Red Hot Chili Peppers music video, the Tories music video, and Marilyn Manson. So props because that's like dope. I think that's like no, yeah, and it's a different medium altogether. Music videos are, are great fun to be in, and especially if you like the artist you're, that you're doing it for. You know, yeah, a lot. I I had a great great uh, great fun. I would love to do another one soon, but eh. You never know. I, I work with a record label with a lot of big artists, so like if we start doing videos and we need right. to let you know. But I, I you can act. Who's the, is there one actor like on the planet that you think, oh, my God, I would really like to work with him that you haven't had a chance to work with because I know you've already worked with like freaking everybody? <laughs> uh, oh, I would like to, I'd like to be on, on screen with Johnny Depp. I'd like to be on screen with Anthony Hopkins. I'd like to be on screen with James Franco. There you go. That's awesome. Good choice. Anthony Hopkins is a doll. I know him also. He's a wonderful man, and I'm sure working with him, it's got to be total pro. You got to love it. All right, so yeah. what's the next big thing we should total be looking pro. for you? What's the, next big is, what's the next thing that's coming out that we want to tell everybody to go see? All right, the, the Strain, three episodes this summer on FX Channel Sunday nights. I'm the leader of the Ancients. Uh, then October 21st, uh, Ouija Part 2 comes out. You'll see me in two cameos, one human, one not. And then <laughs> December 9th, uh, December 9th will be the wide release theatrically across the country of The Bye Bye Man, in which I play The Bye Bye Man. Yeah, which, is, which is, which is, hint, 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 which is? Uh, which, uh, the Bye Bye Man is a, a, an evil entity that uh, if you say his name, he might show up. We also have Carrie Ann Moss in the movie and the legendary Faye Dunaway. There you go. Oh, All right. oh, 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 she's a bitch. Beware. <laughs> <laughs> I know people. I know people that work with her. She can't she, say that. He just no, no. I'm. I'm, t I'm just telling him. Be careful of her. She's a bitch. Well, uh, I've already worked with her, and you. I. You. I don't know. <laughs> that was good. Listen, listen, Betty Davis. Diplomacy. Wait, I knew Betty Davis. She was a good buddy of mine, and she worked with Faye Dunaway. Oh, we got one minute. And Betty Davis turned around and she said, I worked, I can't think of her name, Miriam Hopkins, who was a bitch. She said, but she was nothing like that Faye Dunaway bitch. <laughs> 
<laughs> also, uh, tomorrow, tomorrow uh, uh, Thursday, will be a new episode of, uh, of a fun web series called Inside the Extras Studio, a take on the real show. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I play, I play uh, myself, Doug Jones, and I'll be, I might be a zombie on this. So that'll be on oh, the, wow. uh, the YouTube tomorrow. If you look up um, uh, Mildly Fearsome Films or 1620 Media, those channels will have uh, Inside the Extras Studio. My episode will be on tomorrow. Because Perfect. we're fans of yours, right, and we're going to see a lot of you because you've got great talent. You've got great talent. And Doug. you're going to be you around so for a long time. You're going to be a great actor who's going to work, 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 work. You're no flesh, you. my friend. Thank you so I love much. You, Thank Doug. you. Hey, Enjoy say hi to your family, Doug. your wife. Bye. Say hi, bye, everybody. Bye. See bye. You. Bye, 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 bye. So, everybody, thanks so much. Tune in next week. We'll see you guys next week. Chat room. Thank you, everybody. Peace out. Bye, bye. Celebrity. We'll take you out to Jimmy's house. He'll dress you right.